Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Donkeytron coming at you with a... In, I guess I'm just introducing uh, one of my judges. Usually I have them on all the time for the fight companions, so... I never really introduced them. I just had them on. I just kind of threw people on because... Um, originally I was all audio. Now it's fight companions mostly. Um, so today I have my guest, uh, Frankie. Yo, what's Frank going Mysterio on, Jr. A man of many names. Yeah. Little typo, rewrite uh, Frank White. Thanks for being on again. Um, you're here every, pretty much every Saturday. We see each other, we're podcasting every Thursday on one another friend's podcast. Talk is Deep, shout out to Talk is Deep. Shout out. Um, I just wanted to have you on because, um, like I said, I have... I have my friends on as guests, and we do fight companions. And I guess I should introduce little by little people or the the guests to my guest judges to the audience. And I want to start recording more audio stuff only. The fight companions can stay on on the video on YouTube, and I'll continue to do that. I'm gonna drop this on Podbean, so I already have that, and it'll be out by the time I'm done recording this, and you guys get it. So um, this is Full Heel Podcast. I love wrestling. I don't know how many two. I don't know how much of the fans are into UFC and WWE. Frankie, what would you say? How how did you grow up watching wrestling a lot? Yes, uh, I think there was like a. I mean, there's definitely like a good chunk of my childhood where I remember just like watching, you know, Monday Night Raw or whatever, or switching back between Nitro. Right? Is that what it was? What did, what did WWE? Yeah, Saturday Monday Nitro. Uh, and then, yeah, I like on the commercials and then like going to school and talk about it and talking about it the next day. Right. Or like everybody, I remember being like in third grade and like trying to like choke slam people and like jumping off of desks when the teacher wasn't looking like the Hardy boys and stuff. So yeah, I definitely watched it for a while and definitely it was like a childhood thing. Not to say that only children watch or should watch wrestling. Right. But definitely I feel like, like you, you, I definitely kind of lost track after a while, but I definitely grew up watching some wrestling for a lot of different reasons. I had older cousins who were really into it. The video games were cool, or were starting to get really cool at the time that we were growing up and stuff, and it was um, getting crazy. I'll, I'll see what era, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the... I'm going to ask you WWE stuff and UFC stuff. I'll keep the WWE stuff to the beginning. That way they can fast forward through it if they don't want to... Like, because I know some people aren't going to be fans, because it is, it is fake. It's not fake, sorry to say. It's not fake. It's... it's it's predetermined. Um, they do get hurt. Yeah, they, I, I don't know. They hit each other. They bleed. I, I like it, all right? I watch movies. The Hulk isn't real. Wolverine isn't real. I watch that, too. I'm a fan of Marvel. I'm a fan of all that stuff. Star Wars. Dude, like, pe- people love wrestling. I wasn't, yeah. maybe just because I wasn't watching as much, but a lot of people, like, are, are, are in on it. I, I just like coworkers and stuff, I, w- I was looking like, just like we're talking to them about it. It's it's crazy, right? You think, oh man, there's these grown people. Every yeah, a lot of people are up on it and watching. Oh yeah, dude, I've never gone to the shows up until what, like two years ago. I started going to Raw and SmackDown just because my dad didn't have money to be taking me to uh, WWE events, and he works the next day. He's not trying to stay up and take me. To the- so once I got back from U of I and I got a better job. Boom, started going to more events. My friend gets tickets a couple times. We go. So I've started to go a lot more. And you, you see the adults. They have to take their kids, so they're fans too. They're fans, and they, they taught their kids, this is what I like, and they continue to go, and they get to go to shows. So I started going to shows more, and it's, it's awesome getting into the crowd and shit like that. Like uh, The crowd reaction, yelling, chanting, and shit like that with them. I've I got an NXT ticket, so I'm going. So. I've never been to a live thing. I, I think for me and like for a lot of people... And, and especially now, I think I'm surprised by it now, but even, like, when I started watching, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, it's it was accessible, right? You had shows. It was on TV. Like, it was entertainment that you could watch twice a week, right? Like, mm-hmm. even if you weren't live there, it was it was badass. You were still getting into your TV. Yeah. Um, were you a uh, Nitro guy or were you a uh, Raw guy? No, so I actually probably watched... WWF, as it was called at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, WWF. <laughs> uh, probably exclusively. Exclusively? I, I knew about WCW, mm-hmm. uh, and, like, I knew, like, who they're, they're, they're big, like... Yeah. And, and I, uh, to be honest, like, it was probably, like, when I saw, like, Sting, 
And when like, cause again, my older cousins are the ones who got me probably into wrestling, and and they're like ten or fifteen years older than me, so they were like really into it, right? Yeah. So they had the toys and like just, and I was like, what the heck is this thing with his face painted? And I like, I knew about WCW, and then to me, it, it seemed edgier too, right? Like at the time, like when I was watching WWF, my fault. But no, yeah, I didn't. Stop playing uh, cocksucker. Yeah, I don't. I think I was probably much like watching exclusively WWF before. What was it? The Hulk Hogan crossover, you know, and okay, yeah. starting getting wild. Yeah, so is that around the era that you got in? Because I got in, I was watching One Two Three Kid, Razor Ramon, the beginning of Shawn Michaels. Because I was born in '88, uh, and I wouldn't say I'm an '80s kid just because I was born at the end of '88. I only lived in the '80s for a year, and then boom, '90s. So I, I would consider myself a '90s kid because that's where I spent the chunk of my childhood. From two to what fucking ten or twelve? Sorry, I think I'm ripped. It's four twenty, guys. Sorry, I'm. This is, we're recording this on four twenty, so I'm pretty ripped. I think, honestly, probably one of the, like the earliest things I remember watching is uh, is like I feel like early in the the whole like Stone Cold Vince McMahon mm-hmm. like feud. Okay, yeah, because you're you're a little bit younger than me. How many years? Like two years? Yeah, two years. If you were yeah. born in eighty eight, I was born in nineteen ninety. Yeah, so. Yeah, I was born. Yeah, two years after. Yeah, that makes sense that you would have gotten around that era. But um, so I, I was watching the WWF with Razor Ramon, Diesel, Shawn Michaels, One Two Three Kid, Hulk Hogan, and then once they started dribbling over to or drizzling over to WCW, the Hogan Macho Man, Lex Luger. Yeah, they started jumping over. When I jumped over is when my favorite wrestler, Scott Hall or Razor Razor Ramon at the time, that was his gimmick. He jumped over to WCW, so I jumped over to watch WCW. I followed him because I liked Kevin Nash and him. I followed that part of the click, I guess. At that kid, you're naive. You don't know what the hell's going on. You yeah. think everything's real. I thought the NWO was real at that yeah. time. Uh, what is it, like 95, 96? Maybe 94. Eh, probably 95 that, I, that the crossover happened or that they went over. Yeah. Oh, it was like 7, 8, when this shit happened. The Monday Night Wars. Yeah, so I was really young. You know, you believe with the... It was the for to me it was the first uh, like natural real gimmick. It was badasses. We're in a fucking we're in a club. Before it was all like Hulk Hogan's like I am a true American or the American Dream. Doinks, Lex Luger. I'm a strong American dude. Like it was cornier gimmicks. This was like the first real gimmicks to me. And um, I just thought it was awesome that they came over and like eat. Him being my favorite wrestler and going over, carrying over the, a badass gimmick, he, he was Razor Ramon. He just didn't call himself Razor Ramon anymore. But he did the same thing, and he just wore a different outfit. Yeah. So I, I, I thought it was awesome, him and Diesel, and then Hogan joining the NWO was... That, for me, I, ha- I had to keep watching the WCW. So for the wars, I was a WCW guy, kind of, more so than WWF. But I watched both. Yeah. But if I had to choose one, I think... For me, my favorite was the WCW NWO era. Yeah. That's why it's the Full Heel Podcast. Hogan went full heel. The NWO went full heel on everybody. I was trying to name it the Too Sweet Podcast or the NWO Podcast, but those were taken already. So The Too Sweet, really? Yeah. Full heel. I didn't know No that. one had full heel, so I got full heel. Are they wrestling podcasts too? Yeah, they're wrestling podcasts. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so full heel can be either because a lot of these guys are cutting a lot of heel promos now. Cormier, he's going against the crowd. Yeah, right. He went full here. Yeah. yeah, McGregor cuts badass promos. But um, who's your favorite wrestler? Um, let me consult my list here. I switched pages because I was taking some notes. That's a tough one. Um, because it was it was a crazy era. Um, I feel like where we were watching and there was a lot of like talent. Not to say there isn't any now, right? But. Uh, if I had a favorite, I don't know, man. I, it, it was it varied, right? Because at different times there was. But I, I think I was always a really big fan of The Rock. I the really rock. liked The Rock. I, I, I like Stone Cold, but I wasn't like, oh, I, I might not disagree that he's like the best, you know. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like that much into his. Yeah. I thought he was funny, dude. Stone Cold was the funniest. He was like the beer bashes and just not giving a crap. It was it was funny to me. It wasn't like, but like The Rock, I was sold. I was like, this guy. I was like, this is the people's champ. You know? Yeah, yeah, The Rock is definitely, definitely up there. And yet, like I was telling you earlier, he could work the mic like no other, right? Mm-hmm. His one-liners, everything, like he made you laugh. He was just like, 
heel baby face he got to play it all yeah. and he was like naturally hated at first like people weren't picking him up so he got he got to experience a lot of it the eyebrow the eyebrow what you're he had so much little stuff that people loved it was awesome yeah he was a smart ass on the mic it was it was yeah. great yeah so is that who's is that your best ever best ever yeah um Austin. I don't know, man, because like I said, again, best ever is tricky because, like, for example, when I was here a couple of weeks ago with WrestleMania, right, and, yeah. and The Undertaker retired, yeah. and he had, like, a 30-year career, right? Yeah. Uh, I got to see, like, dude, when I came in and, like, when, when I was watching, I didn't know who Ric Flair was, right? And then Ric Flair came back, yeah. when, when, and, and he went heel, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> And I was like, holy shit, like, there, dude, there's a lot of legends of wrestling, you know, like, even as much as I hated him, and I'm sh- that's that's one of the other questions, Triple H, dude, he's a fucking legend, but I hated Triple H, dude. Oh, like, that's so good, though, legend. like, people, sorry, I'm in groups and, like, um, on Facebook, and people, like, they're diehard fans, and, like, I'm like, you guys know this is, like, kayfabe, right? Like, this is, this is an act. But that's no, a, nothing against it. I love it. I love wrestling. That's a that's a I guess a testament to like even I mean maybe it's different when you're as a, you're a kid, but um, they sell it. They're good at what they do. You know, like you you buy it. Maybe you're a little bit more gullible as a kid, but even as an adult now, it's like yeah, it might be corny, it might be kind of cheesy or whatever yeah. you want to say, but like you to get it the right way is still like it's still tough. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like so like maybe <laughs> for me because I like both WWE and UFC. I get the real shit watching UFC, and then I get the performance art on the WWE aspect, and they're still slamming each other, they're still hitting each other somewhat. It's predetermined, but I still like it. I yeah. still I, I watched it growing up as a kid, and like so they have crossovers like Brock Lesnar and CM Punk got his ass whooped. <laughs> so I was rooting for CM Punk, CCM, knowing he was gonna lose, but I wanted him to win because I like wrestling i know that cm punk is from chicago but he i i I literally probably have never seen him actually wrestle i i (laughs) shout out to joey that was that was like the the period where like i completely was was like not watching but i I think i've actually never seen him like wrestle so that that was our college um (laughs) those were our college years when me and you were in college so we're we're fraternity brothers for people that don't know it's kind of like all crazy for the fight campaigns i'm always in a rush uh, so I've never introduced these guys. Frankie's my fraternity brother from U of I. Um, it's deeper than Fred's. Yeah, so we... <laughs> th- th- you don't have money to fucking be paying for cable when you're in a fraternity house living with four other guys trying to get their shit together. So I missed a lot of the WWE just because I didn't stream. I worked Monday nights, and then you forget about it. That was the CM Punk era, Edge era. I caught the tail end of the Daniel Bryan era. Uh, the tail end of uh, punk era, which I really like both of them, so I can understand why they were really, really over. And this one time, uh, Daniel Bryan signed uh, signed one of my toys. Yes, I collect action figures, toys, whatever you want to call them. I use them as decorations in my room, so go ahead and make fun of me all you guys want. They're collectibles. Yeah, they're collectibles. Daniel Bryan signed, but he, it was pretty awesome. Um, I got him to sign my shit, even though he was trying to leave. He was trying to get out of there, but... We got him to come back real quick. For the people. Yeah. But I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you have yours? I yeah. Have. So, um, so that's your greatest of all time? Who mm, did you say you were your greatest? I don't know. The Rock? Man. See, there's a lot. Like, yeah. I would probably put Undertaker in the conversation along with Mick Foley, along put, with Hulk Hogan. I have to go with Hogan just because he had the great, he was loved as a baby face, loved as a heel, and hated as a heel. And he had unparalleled, I mean, I, I I mean I'm just finding out today he only had seven championship runs or whatever it was. Oh, I don't even know. I should I'm gonna start looking up all these stats and memorizing them. I'm I'm a wrestling fan, but not a wrestling like I, like st- st- stat guy. Like what you said though is a big deal. He carried two different promotions. Yeah, he carried two different promotions, dude. That's a big deal, you yeah. know. Because uh, because of the NWO is the reason that they won the the Monday Night Wars. Right, but like you want to talk about like gimmicks and like. Dude, honestly, like I, I, I respected him and I liked him, but I wasn't like the biggest Undertaker fan. Yeah. But like, dude, he kept the same thing, like with minor changes for in his entire career, right? You got people like Triple H who had to try it a couple times, right? Even Mick Foley was, dude, love, right? Is yeah. that right? And then Cactus, Cactus Jack, Jack yeah. and, but like this dude, like he nailed it. He had it's some right. I, you, I think you said it, it's the greatest gimmick. 
Yeah, is the he... Undertaker's the best gimmick ever. The Dead Man taking you to hell. It, it's the greatest gimmick ever. He's not my favorite, or and I don't think he's the greatest. He's up there. Don't get HBK, me wrong. It, it's up for debate. Kid. Yeah, the Heartbreak Kid's up there too. But for me, I think it's got to be Hulk Hogan. Like he had a good heel run, good baby face run. I might even throw in a Triple H, yeah, like casually. He's still you know? going. Like Rick, Rick Flair has the most titles. Oh yeah, sixteen titles. You can't forget the na- yeah the Nature no, Boy, and no. he was. Well, uh, we'll get to it right now. It'll come up. So, your favorite tag team? See, this is tough because I would argue that we we got to witness like the golden era. Yeah, we got tag a teams. we got a really good. So it's really tough to me for me to pick in between like any of the three. That, that really did the, the, the so I'm gonna go ahead and answer your other question. I think one of my best, my, my favorite moments, like my like that I can vividly stand out, is the very first TLC match, the tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, that was like one of the, like the pay per views I remember the most, and that was insanity. I was like, oh my god, tables, ladders, chairs, it's crazy. Ivan, get the tables. <laughs> I think any, I think I could go with any any one of those three. You know, the yeah. Hardy Boys, dude. They, I think what really impressed me about them was like the acrobatics, right? Yeah. This guy Jeff Hardy was putting his body on the line every time. Yeah. He was criticized because he he reckless, would right? reckless. He yeah. injured other people while yeah. because he would do crazy shit. That shit was crazy yeah. though. <laughs> Those swanton bombs were insane. But uh, and then Edge and Christian, I feel like too, dude. I even I even bought like their whole like, dude. Do you remember that whole like for the benefit of flash photography? Yeah, shit? They, yeah. Just, they were funny to me. Yeah, they were pretty funny, and they were good wrestlers too. Uh-huh. Very good wrestlers, and they. Um, I thought uh, Edge carrying the title was pretty good. I don't know about Christian too much. Um, he deserved winning it. Yeah, he deserved winning it for all the work he put in. Yeah, and then the Dudley boys were like, you know, they were hardcore too. They were, yeah, <laughs> they were funny too. Yeah, he's trying to figure out how are these guys brothers, but <laughs> they were they were funny too. It was it was tough, man. I don't know if I can pick like a because mm-hmm. even though again, and and it was because they were heels. I think and they were definitely like really great heels to me. I but I hated DX. <laughs> but uh, the New Age Outlaws, dude. Yeah, yeah, they were really. They awesome. were really good yeah. at like wrestlers, and they were they were so good at making me hate them, dude. I hated fucking badass Billy Gunn and fucking the Road Dog, but they were really good. And they were they had they were really good. They were champions. They had a good run too for a while, right? Yeah. So like, I think we honestly we got to see like the golden age of like the tag teams. Yeah, we got to see so many. I mean, no disrespect to the New Day and whatever they were doing and shit, right? But. <laughs> That was that was impressive. TLC matches. I'm biased, so I I have the Outsiders Nation Hall. Okay, yeah, okay. They didn't yeah. have the greatest title runs. They didn't have, but they were tag team, and they were two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Nation Hall, Diesel and Razor Ramon, from WWF to WCW, and um, I hated that they unmasked Rey Mysterio. That was one of the things that I fucking hated. The Outsiders was a, like a the break, right, from from the NWO. No, they well, there was, was just their tag team. The NWO, yeah, they were right. like they came in as the Outsiders, so that was like their tag team. And then once that they got the third man, it was the NWO. All right, all right. Yeah. So like their just little tag team was the Outsiders. And you're saying Mysterio got unmasked? Yeah, by the Outsiders on WCW. Yes, right? and he came back with the mask. People wanted it. They wanted the mask. Yeah, so I I also like the X HBK and um, Triple H. Yeah, I like that tag team a lot too. And it was WWS answered NWO. Yeah, it's like you guys got NWO. Shit, shit, shit. We got the X. I like them a lot too, and that's because I remember Triple H as Hunter Hearst Hemsley with the Intercontinental Belt feuding with uh, Goldust and The Rock and shit like that for it. So I would say the X and um, but the Outsiders would be my number one just because I'm biased and I really. Re- that's a pretty I'm, solid I'm, pick, though. I've, and I'll say it from day one. I've loved the NWO because I believed it as a kid. And that's why I'm biased towards the NWO. My logo's, goddammit, the fucking <laughs> taken from them. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> favorite era, Frankie. So I think I pretty much, doing the research that I did, because I wasn't aware that they... I mean, I knew there was an Attitude Era, but that's pretty much the only yeah. one I knew because I think I saw that one in its entirety, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what, like, 98, yeah. 99 to, yeah. like, 03 or, or oh, yeah, 04, yeah, something Yeah, because like the one that. after that was Ruthless, and I don't know what leads into that because that's when I left, and now I'm back into right. whatever this era is going to be called. So I definitely appreciated all of the Attitude Era for the most part. I I, I watched all, most most of it and, mm-hmm. and liked it, and I can definitely uh, like... I want to say the the beginning of 
the what is it ruthless aggression yeah i was into it i like that they brought some into dude I, i'll be honest with you uh the ruthless aggression i think like it was badass when they brought in like the 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 WCW guys that they had just brought in, right? The influx, and then you had like the four of them. You talk, I forgot what they called. It. Was it the, the Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, Fuck, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero? The um, dude, they were badass. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero was, I think, my last champion. Like the last one that I yeah. was like, um, like that, like the last baby face that yeah. I was like. Was yeah, I'm gonna start Guerrero. watching a lot more previous clips. I need to remember all these. Eddie Guerrero was the last one that I was like, oh man, this is mm-hmm. this is the guy. The thing is, it's like um. So a lot of people criticize me when I put up stuff. Like uh, they'll be like, "Oh, you only watch the like? What about the indies? What about the indies?" I'm like, "Dude, I watch UFC, and if I'm gonna pick anything out of wrestling, out of performance art, I'm picking WWE. I'm not going to the indies. I'm sorry, but I'm like gonna TNA and I'm gonna watch what's available to me. Like I don't, I'm not gonna watch TNA. Well, like they want me to watch like TNA, Ring of Honor, okay, and uh, Japanese H. promotions. They, they'll com- they'll complain about it, and I'll be like, "Look, dude, if you want to talk real wrestling." Like I watch UFC, like I I know I know different stuff. I train a little bit, so I know different stuff. But like these guys, I was like, oh, and I get it. You know, they want to get, they want to talk to, they want to talk about what they what they what they like. But this is what this is what I watch: WWE and UFC and a lot of UFC promotions and NXT. But for like performance art, I keep it just at WWE and NXT, which is the product of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody who's anybody ends up there for a reason. Yeah, right? well, everyone from the Indies is coming from... Even from Japan. There's two... Didn't you say there's two major wrestlers that are came through NXT and are coming up WWE now? Um, Asuka and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is in... Uh, AJ Styles was in New Japan. Shinsuke Nakamura. You had the club over there. They're, they're, they were tag team champions, but the Hardys just took it from them at WrestleMania. Um... That was crazy. Yeah, but uh, my favorite era is the WCW versus NWO, which is the Attitude Era. Same era. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite heel? I have a couple. I have some slashes here. Yeah. And I'll break it down. As I already said, Triple H. I fucking hated Triple H. But, like, I, I, again, I hated him, but I respect him because of how good he was at it. Like, he, I, dude, he was so good at making me hate him. I hated the game as much as I like to hear his entrance. Shout out, uh, Lemmy Kilmeister and uh, Motorhead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I loved, I loved to hate Triple H, which leads me into I hated DX as well. Yeah, did you hate I, DX? I hated DX, dude. Yeah. I hated DX every time they came out. They, I, I, I get the appeal, mm-hmm. like you were saying. I get it, but I just, I, it, I didn't. I, I was like, I loved hating them. I thought they ruined it all. <laughs> which leads me to another one. But like, I started drifting away with. Uh, I guess they're, they they were kind of like a, a stable, right? Uh, Evolution. That's what yeah, they were calling yeah. each other for a while. Mm-hmm. The Ric Flair's, Batista. Uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, I was and after Triple that. H. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, those three in particular, like Triple H and like the DX faction and all. And yeah, I was not feeling them at all, man. I love to hate them. But that's because they were, that's what they were supposed to do. They were good heels. Yeah. Um, my favorite heel is, uh, has to be Ric Flair. I think he's the longest running heel. And like that was that was him, the Nature Boy. I lie, or he's the dirtiest player in the game. He's gonna he's gonna cheat, he's gonna cheat. He's gonna low he's blow you. It. Yeah, he's gonna pull your trunks. He's gonna use the ropes. He's gonna hold a lock a little bit longer. He'll poke you in your eyes. He'll fucking pull your hair. He'll do what it takes to win the match. He he's always been the heel in my opinion. Like and that's the thing, people loved him, but he's always been the heel. He's yeah. the dirtiest player in the game. He doesn't. He's he's not the traditional wrestler, but he is though. He uses the holds, but then he'll cheat. Yeah. And the good wholesome wrestler doesn't do that like, <laughs> like back in the day, and he carried it forever. The Nature Boy. Yeah. So for me, that that's that's the best heel. What is it? A thirteen time, sixteen time champion? Um, fourteen time. Sixteen time. John Cena just tied it, which I think is bullshit. He he won it and then lost it, like in, within a month. And then is fighting. And then now he's gone. With his wife. Yeah, he's probably gonna get married or something. I don't know, some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, those are, yeah, no, but they all were great heels, man, when, you know, X-Pac and all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> China when she was in DX. Favorite baby face, Frankie? I would probably, like, yeah, The Rock when he the was. Rock. The Rock. Um, I, see, I would consider The Rock a tweener, but I... I, I yeah. Like, I... I um, I like McFoley a lot, too, man. Mm-hmm. Mankind. You, see, he was he was a tweener, too. I, I would say Sting. Do you have like a pure pure baby face? Those those are fine. But like I have a pure baby face and Sting. 
never turned heel. He was surfer sting, and then he turned into the crow sting. But it wasn't it wasn't meant to be a a heel gimmick. It was meant to be like the lonely guy from WCW that would never join the NWO, the evil organization. They led him to the rafters to come down and the vigilante to save yeah. WCW and the fans. But he was never heel. Right. He was never evil. Uh, well, I guess he did join the NWO eventually. But up until then, everyone was in the NWO, and it became the NWO versus, like, the nobodies at WCW. And they weren't nobodies, but they had a very slim roster compared to everyone that joined the NWO. See, the other baby face I have listed here is Eddie Guerrero, but yeah. he wasn't a traditional baby yeah, face. Yeah, no, either. he wasn't a traditional baby face either. <laughs> what about he, Rey Mysterio? Rey lied. Mysterio's always been... Always, see, uh, there's, there's <laughs> a lied. traditional baby face. Still. He's always been... Uh, He's always been uh Yeah, I was always into the masked thing, you know, and obviously being a Mexican kid from the hood, you were feeling the whole Chicano thing too. Yeah. And the whole lucha aspect of it. Yeah, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> always, right? Well, he was in the NW. Uh, no. Uh, no, it wasn't LWO. The, uh, yeah. But that was Eddie's thing that got to gather all the Mexicans because he was ti- they were tired of being the mid-carters. They were tired of never getting a title. But then he screwed them over and he made somebody take off their mask. Was the Undertaker a baby face the whole time? No, he was a Ministry of Darkness guy. Yeah, right. He he, he took Stephanie. And then the Ministry of Darkness combined with something else. Didn't Austin they? was super baby face at that time. He was he was against the Undertaker. But then they got Austin. Yeah, and he was a tweener too, right? Yeah, Austin's <laughs> a tweener. But I see. He, here's the thing: Austin's always been a heel. Uh, not in his early days, but WWF-wise, he's always been a heel. That's what got him over. That's what he's known for. That's his gimmick. He's the badass, the defiant one against authority. But he's always been loved. That's the thing. He's always been loved. And I don't, I don't know if that's a true baby or a true heel. Like you have, to, I know like the Miz right now. Like he wasn't liked, but he started cutting good promos. So yeah. like he's getting, he's getting some fans behind them. But the fans a lot more are a lot more educated now. So kayfabe is a lot harder to, to portray. So, like me, I like The Miz because I know why he's there. I know why they need him. They need a heel. Right. They need someone that people don't like that's going to win a match every so often against your baby face. So your baby face can come back and win against him. Yeah, put him over. Yeah, take the title from him. Put a different baby face over. You take the title off a of baby face, he moves on, wins the WWE title, and you have Miz defend the fucking the, the mid-card title, which would be the Intercontinental title, yeah. or the U.S. title. Which they just flip flop from Raw to SmackDown. So, U.S. was on SmackDown. Or no, Intercontinental was on SmackDown. U.S. was on Raw. And they just flipped it over now. So. See, because the air, you know, like all the great ones I feel like that I could list did have like a turn at some point, right? Like Kurt Angle was great, but I, he definitely took a turn too. Yeah, definitely took a turn. Because um, I love to hate Kurt Angle too, at one point. <laughs> I'm going to have to make you pick Rey Mysterio, Frankie. Yeah, I think I can go with that. I think I'm comfortable with that pick. Um, you know what? What is it? What, what? How would you characterize Y2J Chris Jericho? Definitely heel. Yeah. Definitely heel. <laughs> but <laughs> right from the start, right? See, a very popular heel. Yeah, Everyone see, loves him. He's yeah, a tweener. He's one of those tweeners where he's his gimmick is heel and he's defiant and he'll cheat every so often. But he's, he's over. Great on the mic, which, too. Which it becomes all the time. Like everyone becomes that. But like I guess it would be the longevity of their career of what they are. And um, yeah, favorite title design, like the the belt. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I know you talked about the there's there's multiple eagle belts, right? Yeah, there's um. The, so the if you want to pick up that belt? Austin real quick, yeah. Like if you want to pick up the Austin, he has three oh, designs. Okay, I see. Yeah, so Frank is gonna pick up. I have a uh, Austin defining moments uh, action figure. He's got three belts. He's got the smoking skull belt, the winged eagle belt. And the Attitude Era belt. So the Attitude Era belt is similar to the Winged Eagle belt, just bigger and rounder. It's got a bigger faceplate. Yeah. And the Winged Eagle belt, you can see the eagle more. And then the Smoking Skull belt is Austin's belt that they designed for him. Uh, I might go with the uh, with the Attitude Era belt. Yeah. Or the, uh, is it the Heavyweight title? The just straight obnoxiously, just like huge. the WCW one, the one yeah, they brought over. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. And when they uh, fucking spray painted it, WC or NWO on it. As much as a, like he he sold the heel, and I hated him. I just remember Triple H walking around with the heavyweight on his fucking shoulder, and it just looked badass. <laughs> just badass. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, one of my favorite uh, times was when they had the the Attitude Era belt and the WCW belt when they brought over the WC, the Invasion, pretty much. Yeah. That's one of my favorite times. The the tag belt, yeah. actually. That, that, that was like the graffiti belt. Mm-hmm. They, they, they spray painted yeah. it. So right now, the... Uh, it's kind. It, it kind of reminds me of the the invasion era. So when they brought over all the WCW guys, and they were mixing and mingling, and then they had to divide shows. It's pretty much what happened. So with the network, they're able to expand. Yeah, they got a lot more talent, and with NXT, far, they have a farm system. And with the network, they're able to produce a lot more content, put on tournaments and shit like that. Cruiserweight shit. Yeah, which was pretty much my first ten episodes around the Cruiserweight Classic and the UFC going on at that time. So I'll have those out after this, but I'll, I'll probably I'll do something about that. But um, where was I going with that? I don't know where I was going with it. It evolved from we were trying to. Figure oh yeah, out oh baby my inv- the invasion era was my oh, favorite yeah. uh, era, which now they're doing it. They're bringing in people from New Japan. They're they're pretty much farming from every, everywhere because they know they can throw them on NXT and if they're popular, they're main rosters. And if they're not popular, they'll keep them on NXT because they'll be kind of popular jobbers on NXT. Yeah. Which is all right. I'm going to start telling you uh, highlights of the shows. That black and yellow shit yeah. is pretty popping, too, to the eye. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you start watching these shows, Frankie, so we can talk about them every so often. Well, I'll be catching pay-per-views and yeah. stuff. And I'll be yeah. catching... You know what? Like, I'll catch... I'll like, do like reviews, not reviews, right? But like, what is it? Like, uh, I guess, yeah, reviews. Right? Mm-hmm. We'll go like, list what happened. Yeah. And, dude... They even have like rankings now. You know that? Like, no. who's, who's like the you can bet the, the be, like the best wrestler right now? Like, I, dude, ESPN even has them. Like, I, even know that. I haven't checked in a while, but for a while, ESPN had AJ Styles I, as, I, as number one wrestler in the world. I stopped <laughs> watching ESPN just because it was just I don't know. Like, I got tired of it. I think they got the coach heading that department up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would. I would. I would imagine. Cracks me up every time I see him on Sports Center. Um. Yeah, yeah, so like, like I said, right now, they're they're, they're doing, doing that right now. So, so they've divided, divided SmackDown and Raw, and, and they, they just did a shake-up right now, and they brought up new talent as well. So it's pretty awesome right now if you're a wrestling fan. They're going back to brand-specific, right? They did for a while? Yeah, SmackDown and Raw. They're sticking to And then they shook it up again? Yeah, so like they brought up people from right after WrestleMania. They brought up people on that Monday night, and then that's Tuesday night they brought up more people. But, but on Monday, Monday Vince is like, there's going to be a shake-up. So, uh, the, the week after they brought up talent, they shook up the people and they moved people around. Oh, except the new talent that got brought up to the shows. So, the people that got brought up to each show stayed there. But other people that were kind of just stagnant, that weren't really like doing anything, but that can get good pushes and yeah. are, people like them. They, they were just there because other storylines were playing out. So they kind of shook everything up, and those people that moved to other shows, and other people moved to other shows to see what they can see what the writers can do. The writers have a fresh look now. Have any titles jumped? They flipped the titles, the Intercontinental and the U.S. Oh, okay, switch okay. shows. They're not going to switch the the other titles because they're kind of color specific now. The Universal and the yeah. uh, just <clears throat> WWE Championship. Yeah. So now we're like, um, they have a. Uh, they still have a match at a raw specific or raw only exclusive pay per view, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Bray got taken to Raw, and Orton's still on SmackDown as a champion. Orton's gonna win. They're not moving the title to Raw. Did they fight at WrestleMania? Yeah, Orton won. Oh no! Well, here's the thing: whoever wins is probably gonna stay at the show because uh, Kevin Owens is the United States champion, and he was on Raw. He got drafted over to SmackDown, took the title, and the Intercontinental got. Uh, drafted over to to Raw, so if Jericho wins, he stays on SmackDown, and I think Kevin Owens moves to his boy. Or I don't boy. know how it'll be. I don't know if they both stay on SmackDown. Like maybe we'll have two new champions, and they get to stick there with the guys that previously had the championship. Maybe that'll be part of the yeah. thing. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see at Backlash and the Payback. We'll definitely see after Payback because because I think they're like a week or two apart. So we'll see at that. <clears throat> Um, let's move on to UFC. Um, I, I did my jump to UFC because I was watching just WWE around BJ Penn when he fucking kneed Sean Shirk in the face, which I believe is 
UFC 83 or 86. I'm not too sure on the number. Fucking need him. <laughs> Vanderlei um, choked the shit out. Well, he didn't choke. He, it looked like he was choking him, but he was punching him in the face with uh, his hand on Keith Jardine's throat. Just sticking him in the face oh. while Keith Jardine's out. Those are That was my first pay-per-view, but I had seen a lot of matches, so Fedor is kind of what got me into... Um, <clears throat> UFC. And he was on a different promotion, right? He was in Pride. He was in Pride, and then Affliction, and then Strike Force. Now Bellator Ryzen. Oh yeah, he came back, right? Yeah, he's in Bellator Ryzen. Wasn't right he now. supposed to fight? Uh... Mitrione. And it didn't happen, right? Kidney stones. Mitrione got <laughs> kidney stones recently, like a lot of kidney stones. <laughs> it was pretty bad. That sucks. So Fedor is my favorite fighter, and what got me into UFC. Who, who would be your favorite fighter? Um. See, that's a tricky one. For, I think that's the one I had the, like the hardest one answering, just because I think I'm a lot newer to it than than to you. So like, to me, just watching it and getting into it has been really like. I feel like there's so much. I think one of the things that I like the most about UFC, other than Anderson Silva, there's been so much fucking competition. Like, there's not just like, oh, this guy's gonna go. And, and obviously Mighty Mouse, right? But, like, nobody's going to go and defend their title ten times. There's so many worthy guys and, and then so many, like... But I don't know. Um, I think I, I came up really liking GSP. GSP. Uh, as boring as he was. Yeah. Um, and then more recently, I, and, like, going back and, like, being able to watch fights and actually watching the pay-per-views that I have and that I've seen him perform... There hasn't been a single time that I haven't seen either a Carlos Condit fight that I haven't been entertained and yeah. been like, man, this guy, even if he lost, what a, what a fight. Uh, to this day, he's one of my top and, five favorite and fighters. And Frankie Edgar. Frank, oh, Frankie Edgar's yeah. a beast, dude. They're both well-rounded, very, very, very good strikers. Yeah. They can wrestle you. Well, not not so much Carlos. He can wrestle a little bit, but he's more of a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. If you take me down, I'll choke you out. Right. He's got good submissions. Yeah, but his striking is phenomenal. Like, it's point striking, but he'll knock you out. Like, he'll open you up. Yeah. I feel like both of those guys are both, like, coming up as as when, as when I was becoming conscious of it. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I Frankie went on a streak, right? And he was the champ for a while. He was my guy. And Condit, again, there hasn't been a single fight that I haven't seen him fight in that I've been like, man, like, I, if I had to judge this shit I, and it wasn't, like, a decision, I'd be like, this is tough, right? Because mm-hmm. he's, he's just really good. He's He's good. Like, I didn't grow up in the Fedor era, but I went back, and, like, I, I've watched Prides, and I've watched, and, like, Fedor is my, Fedor is my favorite. I mean, and I guess you gave some background, but having, having lived, with, I guess, with you, and having interacted with you, and you being one of the more, like, UFC-oriented influences that I have, dude, having seen, like, some of the, like, the Rampage, mm-hmm. like, footage that you've, that you've put yeah, on, or some dude. clips, fucking dropping people, yeah. slamming them, it's insane, because... I mean, I know of, like, Chuck Liddell, but I can honestly say I've maybe seen one or two of his fights, right? Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't on the whole, like, Iceman. I maybe, if there was somebody that maybe I, like, tried to ride the wave or that somebody that got me to really watch was was Anderson, yeah. right? The Spider. I yeah. had to learn about the Spider. You know what's funny? So I would watch WWE and then I would watch commercials and be like, The Iceman, Chuck Liddell versus <laughs> The Iceman, Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz, Saturday. And I would be like, is that, is that like a different wrestling promotion? What's going on? And then I would watch commercials, and they're sticking each other in the face. And um, Ultimate so, so that, that's what would catch my interest. But I didn't really start getting into it till around BJ. And then I, I've gone back, and I've seen all of this stuff. Because I, like, I am a fan, so I've gone back, and I've watched a lot of matches. Like I said, like I wasn't around the Pride era, so I, I, I missed a lot of these matches. I went back, and I, re- not researched, but I just... I watched all this shit. Is that the one where people were getting fucking kicked in the balls and stuff? Um, no, that's the beginning of UFC. Um, <laughs> they had more rules and pride, but you can kick each other in the face. You could soccer kick each other. Oh, I, I think like uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think elbows were allowed on, on a grounded opponent. I'm not sure. I'd have to, I have to, I'd have to check the rule back on that. I don't know why I would be thinking that. It is 4:20. Happy 4:20, everybody. So sorry if if my facts are wrong. But I'm going to blame it on the bud. My first, I guess I didn't answer that question either. I think the very first, like, fight or the other two people I'll credit with, like, putting me on to, to UFC or mixed martial arts is Tukan. Tukan's always been on yeah. UFC. And he would kind of talk about it, but I wasn't really into it. And then my other friend, I have a friend named Jamie, mm-hmm. who would always get the pay-per-views. 
and they both got me to go see UFC 100. And that was a very, or not go, right, but like yeah. watch it. And that was the very first mixed MMA UFC thing that I ever saw. Which, as you can imagine, those of you who know MMA and, and know about 100, was fucking crazy. One of the, I was remember seeing just Hendo land that bomb yeah. on Bisping. I was like, oh my God, that it was, was one crazy. one of the best cards for a while. One of the most, it, it might still be one of the most sold, but I don't think so anymore. Ronda or Connor have definitely beaten it. I had seen Brock Lesnar, the rise of Brock Lesnar on WWE when I still watched it. Because him and like John Cena going at it was one of the last things I remember like watching. Yeah. So um, him seeing him on 100, I was intrigued too. I was like, "What the hell?" Oh, dude, I loved it. And it, and it was a great. And no, like you said, it was a really good card. Like the best one of the or like, I, I think like it was a really good introduction to me too, though, because there was everything. Right, you got to see Henderson striking and how he fucking took out Bisping. Then I, I had never seen anybody take somebody to the ground like Lesnar took Mir to the ground and then just fucking destroy his face, ground and pound. I had never seen that before. That was a foreign concept. So Ground the power is incredible. Yeah. What is it from? Dave No. Yeah. Bill Burr. It's Bill Burr. When I saw that, I was like, damn, this is UFC. You can do that? Yo, you can knock a dude out like in boxing and you can fucking smash his face in after you wrestle into the ground? Uh, that's amazing. That was, I, it was great, dude. I was, I, ever since then, I was like, okay, this shit is legit. Like, this is entertainment. I, I'm down to watch this. Yeah, even like, if I didn't know about it after that, I was like, "Oh, you're watching UFC? I'll, okay, cool, I'll watch it." Oh yeah, like I, I like after I saw my first couple of ones, I'd be like, "Damn, that's pretty cool." So I started watching it little by little more. I started picking like, started amping up. I started watching more. Like they would be like, "Hey, you want to go watch a paper?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm down." And then, so that that's why I just started recording the fight companions. Like Joe started doing it because he had the platform, and I'm not saying I came up with this because everyone does this shit. Everyone watches fights with their friends. And everyone talks shit. There's a lot of people around giving their opinion. It's just Joe started recording it first. I I believe. Because this is what we would do in college. Yeah. We would all pitch in, watch the fights, and I would commentate and I would get mad. I would be like, Joe just said what I was gonna say. Or like, find the best yeah. stream. Yeah, yeah, find the best stream if we if we, if no one wanted to pay. But at that time I was taking Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I was taking Muay Thai, and I was I was taking MMA. MMA classes. So I, I would be the unofficial commentator for the fraternity, and I would fucking yell shit out and, and say what's going on. And then Joe would, would give his point of view, which would be similar. I'm not saying the same, but it would it would somewhat be similar. And I would get pissed. Not pissed, but just be like, God damn it. That's one of the best jobs that I, I would ever think about, like, that I would want to have. Yeah. Just sitting ringside and talking shit about yeah, the Yeah, and in first row view. Because yeah. this, I'm telling you, this... That's what got me about it. I was like, man, mixed martial arts. This shit is really mixed. I just mm-hmm. saw a nasty knockout and some dude, it was a TKO by punches, right? Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, it was crazy. I was like, this is, you got to be sharp on everything. You got to be in that gym practicing everything. Your jujitsu, your boxing, all of yeah. that. So, so GSP, GSP favorite fighter? Yeah, probably GSP. He was comprehensively yeah. putting people away when I started. But I don't know. They, I, that whole kind of, what is it? Um welterweight like middleweight kind of like catch yeah. that I, I was really into all of those fights because realistically i was like these are dudes that are like me like my size and yeah can go at it and shit like that so i, I always uh, pay attention to those a little bit more too especially like now when like uh the bantamweight division being as, as as good as it is and shit like that i don't know why people don't like the little guys and lightweight with connor and all of that and jose this that shit is tight yeah i didn't i didn't ask it so who do you think? I, I I've heard other people have like discussions on who do, who do you think is the who do you think is better, or who do you think had the better title run? Go Mighty Mouse or not that they're the goat, but who do you think deserves the more title of goat? Who's more deserving the title of goat? Not that they don't deserve it; they're both in the discussion up there. But I think Fedor is. Yeah. For me, Mighty Mouse is creeping up there. I think he's above Anderson. Just if you put his skills on anyone's body, those. Skills are gonna take anyone out. He submits people. He yeah. outstrikes people. Yeah. He gets up off the floor. He'll take you down. He'll keep you down. He'll do what he wants on the floor. Yeah. He's submitting black belts. He's kicking the shit out of people on the stand up. People will take him down and he's back up. Tim Elliott's the only one that's been able to give him trouble recently. Yeah. Like like in his last fight before Wilson Reyes, like. How many how many fights was it for Anderson? It was like ten too, right? Ten or nine. He's got sixteen consecutive, but 
in, in the UFC, but I think uh, 10 of those are title defenses. Oh, okay, okay. Because he beat Forrest, that's not a title defense. He beat the Sandman, that wasn't a title defense. He beat um, Bonner, that wasn't a title defense. Stephen Bonner. He didn't make weight for one of them, that wasn't a title defense. His first fight in the UFC, that wasn't a title defense. So that gets rid of, what, five of them already? Yeah. So 16 of them were fights he won, 10 of them were title defenses. Forget and, and what. So now that Mighty Mouse is the same then. Because he this is this was his tenth, right? Or is this This would he already won ten with Wilson. So one more breaks the record. So I would I would like to see him win a couple more. People want people are like, move up, move up. And if he wants to, go ahead. I have nothing against it. I would love I'm I'm an MMA fan. If he wants to do it, go ahead. To, is that one thirty five of Cody Garbrandt, no love. Oh Cody. If he wants to stay there, that's, that's a really good division. That's, that's fine with me. If he wants to just clean house forever and have twenty title defenses, thirty. I don't know if I'll get to thirty, but if he if he fights every so often and he dominates like this, everybody, who knows, he could have him. But um, yeah, because what? Yeah, the next up is is stacked, right? Yeah, like Dominic Cruz. Why not just Dillashaw? submit yourself? Oh, he wasn't popular. He dude, he defended his title thirty times at one twenty five. He didn't move up. He defended his t- title twenty times at one thirty five. What what can you say? Like, well, he didn't move up. So he was fighting cans. No, he wasn't. He was fighting the best in his division. Yeah. It's just he was he's leaps and bounds. Like him and his coach are. I don't forget what his the coach the coach's name is, but they're the only ones that are, are, are trained together. Like his coach doesn't train anyone else. Pretty sure it's just exclusively exclusively. Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna, That's a lot of individual I'm gonna, attention. I'm gonna kick myself for not remembering this guy's name. Maybe I'll remember it. Uh, favorite match, Frankie. Favorite match. I don't know. That's a tough one. A uh, hundred again, definitely ranks up there. Uh, anything on the the hundred because GSP fought at one hundred too, against <laughs> the Pitbull Thiago Alves, who gets a yeah. lot of fucking tough fights, man. Dude, you called that one. Uh, <laughs> That, that uh, not this past one, but the one before that. Yeah, I was four out of five out of my picks, and Alves was the only one that I didn't get that night. He's as you look at his record, he had so many tough fights. Frankie, tell me I didn't have Oliveira. Tell me I didn't have Oliveira that night. I almost wanted to switch. I even put it up on Facebook. He did. I'm like, I'm thinking about flip flopping, but I didn't. I stuck with him. I that that guy's submissions are just too dangerous, and I like the the odds that they were giving. So I'm like, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna. I got Oliveira. Yeah, I think no. The uh, favorite though, man, I don't know. There's been a lot, dude. The DC Rumble one, that fight was crazy. I thought mm-hmm. DC was done. Yeah, and he came back. He weathered the storm. There's been a, I don't know, man. There's, <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what why UFC takes me back so much because there's so many that. Just in the last, like, five to six months, the ones that we've seen, again, we've talked about, like, oh, injuries, Kane had to drop, this or that. Yeah. But even then, they've all been really, really good fights. All of these fighters are really good. I can, I think one of the questions you had me write down was favorite division. I couldn't pick because they're all so stacked. Yeah. Bantamweight, welterweight, middleweight. Oh, my God. The middleweight division is ridiculous. It, it's crazy. They, they, they you know what? I was really writing out too. I was when I was jumping onto like, like you said in college, at the time when John Jones came up and was looking utterly unbeatable, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. know life started happening, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, life happened. But yeah. that light heavyweight too. That light heavyweight division is is looking nice right now. Yeah. DC, DC, say what you will about DC, but he's he's good. He proved after this last fight, uh, he I'm sold on DC. Mm-hmm. I'm sold on him after this. This, uh, this defense again. <laughs> what the fuck was Rumble doing, dude? Oh, Why was yeah. he trying to take it into the ground? I don't know. Uh, but that was good. I, I can't... I don't know, yeah. I, Mine's uh, Condit Lawler. Oh, dude, that, that controversial... That was the best fight of 2016. Condit won this shit. That was the best fight of 2016. I don't care says. Let me... If you guys disagree, hit me up on... Uh, Twitter or my uh, the Folio page. Lawler's fight before that was really good too. Oh, uh, the McDonald McDonald's fight! Yeah, oh my god, Rory Lawler! Oh my god, all gory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great to watch. I can I can watch that one over and over again. No, but definitely my favorite has to be Condit Lawler. Just it was technique versus br- brawler. It was it was it was beautiful. 
It was I'm gonna I'm gonna point fight you away and I'm gonna fucking and, I'm and gonna come at you. To with this heart. day, you still ask people heart. and they're like, "Nah, this guy won." Yeah, nah, this guy won. Yeah. It's split, dude. It's split down the middle. People are like, "Nah, this guy won." Nah, this guy won. But like, I don't know. I I think Condit fought just as hard as as Lawler, but so much more technical, and that uh, that's opinion based. Yeah. Because, well, I, I think the technique was more technical. This guy was more just ruthless, fucking boof, boof, fucking strikes and heart and fucking, I'm going to knock you the fuck out, just bombs. Just shooting. This guy was like one, two, leg kick, one, two, leg kick out of there. Kick, uh, kick, one, two. Another one that stands out to me is the very first uh, <laughs> UFC on Fox, uh, Junior Dos Santos oh God, versus Kane Velasquez. People Be, talk again, so much shit. Like we boxing talk- fanatics talk so much shit. We were talking about uh, Rey Mysterio <laughs> and the whole like Chicano factor, right? I was yeah. like, hell yeah, brown po- brown pride, right? Cain Velasquez got this. I was so hyped for that fight, and then boom, he gets knocked out in seconds. Yep. Caught that fucking... I think it was like 37 <sighs> seconds. But that was great, man. Chicano, what can you say? Yeah, it, it, that's a great rivalry. <laughs> we'll get to that right now, but um, let's see. Favorite fighting style, Frankie. Do you have a favorite fighting style? I, I, I don't think you've trained. I've so I did like two and a half years of MMA training, and I did a couple of sessions with you guys, just where I showed you guys a little bit of striking, a little bit of uh, ground game, a little bit of wrestling, just the stuff that I had learned within the time that I trained. I think the most intriguing to me is the ground game, specifically jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu? This shit is like chess. Yeah, it really is. And then it's human chess. Just watching recent fights where people, <laughs> that is, again the one that sticks up in my that sticks out to me is the even the women's fight the that Calvillo fight. Yeah, oh beautiful. The beautiful last two, her last two fights, unfucking real. Uh, the way that it's maneuvers, right? Because sometimes, yeah. like you you've pointed out, you have to almost give give up a limb, right, or yeah. give up to get yourself into better positions. It's being two or three steps ahead. Yep. Which I can appreciate as being a soccer guy. I have a soccer background, and, I, and I, I'm starting to think of soccer on, on, on coaching, like, tactical levels. And that's why I can respect the shit out of, out of, out of jiu-jitsu, because it's like, you, yeah, it's, it's, it's chess. It's, it's chess with your body. I like, do this, so, so you is striking, do that. right? So is striking and, and wrestling and all of that. But here, oh, I've got this body part. Now it's only seconds before you, this fight is over. <laughs> to to me, I really like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as well. But to me, for me, it's Muay Thai. Just the brutality of Muay elbows Thai. Elbows, knees, elbows, knees, punches, kicks. Just the, just taking a kick is ridiculously hard. It's like, what the fuck did you just do? Those shins. Yeah, it's like, you, did you just throw your shin at me with all your weight? You just fucking would do. She just whipped me with your leg. Yeah. And like, Barbosa mm-hmm. head kick. The elbows, like I'm gonna come at you with fucking just sharp ass bones, just cut you up. That's 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 gash your face yeah. up. Because uh, Muay Thai is not so much of a box. They use their hands. Don't get me wrong. They use, it, but their kicks and elbows and knees, hands break. Yeah. Hands break. That's why they wrap them up really nice. Um, <clears throat> I gotta stop saying um so much, but I'll I'll get better at this. Uh, interviewing thing so I said Muay Thai you said Brazilian Jiu Jitsu yeah and then it's, it's I, I love like, it all but I, if I had to pick one just if I had to pick one to do all the time forever probably Muay Thai right is there so do you obviously you need to be well rounded right mm-hmm. do you think is it possible to dominate just like stick into like it, so if you if what's you, the if, best what's the best thing to learn you would yeah, say? yeah. Um, I would say wrestling just because you dictate where it's going to go, but it's MMA. You can't just be a wrestler. Right, right. But if you, like, as a base, if you wanted to start one, they say wrestling is the best thing to do. Wrestling would be your base, so you can build off of that. But then they say you learn. It's awkward, so it's really, like, it's really hard for a wrestler to learn how to strike and a striker to learn how to wrestle. You kind of have to start from the beginning because you, you'll build bad habits. Yeah. You'll you'll stand differently than you should for MMA, but yeah, you'll build bad habits. You'll be lower for a wrestler, and you'll get knee in the face if you're against a really good striker that can stuff your takedowns. Yeah, getting like even the striking stance is different. You're more sideways in boxing than you are in Muay Thai. You're more squared up because you're throwing kicks, and you have to block kicks. Yeah, square up, fool. Yeah, it 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 depends on 
on what you learn first, you'll build bad habits and stuff like that. But if if you had to pick a base, yeah. like in the beginning, it would be wrestling. I like the the long game of like going to the ground, but mm-hmm. the just the. Uh... They'd be like the all-out attack, right? Yeah. They just you said you used the term brutality, but I, I like just like the forwardness, the directness. Oh, dude! They my coach used to describe it as Muay Thai is two pit bulls going at it in the pit. <laughs> you go forward, not backwards. It's forward, forward, back, forward, forward, back. Attack, attack, defend. Attack, attack, defend. That's what he would teach us. It would be one-two kick, one-two kick, one-two hook. And then, like, every time we would hit, we would back out. Yeah. And that's how he taught us. And he's like, I'm, it's two pit bulls going at it. So I always took it as that. I always took Muay Thai as that. Dogs. Yeah, the dogs. I fucking hate dogs. Trying <laughs> not to talk as deep in uh, some Caesar. But that season. He hit me up, like, a while ago that he was on his way. But that's. Yeah. Uh, we're we're almost done. We're going to wrap up oh, soon. No, no, no worries. He can wait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can wait outside the gate. Brother, we'll have a cage match right now, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Right here at the Full Hill Studios, I'll open the door when I want to open the door, brother. Sorry, I had to cut that quick promo. What's what's next? Rivalry? Um, Favorite division? Oh, division? I circled middleweight, but I feel like that's a cheap answer, right? Mm. Because obviously Bisping's the champ, and then yeah. you've got Soldier of God. Uh, it's, it, that's a stacked division. But yeah. I think probably my favorite would probably be the welterweight division. Mm. Mine... Mine would be the light heavyweight. Light heavyweight? Yeah. That's my favorite rivalry in this, the DC, DC John Jones. John Jones. But, uh, the, the, but uh, I mean, no disrespect to, what is it, Jimmy? Yeah. But uh, that that's, that's to me, in my head, that's that division right there, yeah. right? That's who it's going to boil down to. So, so favorite rivalry, that's your favorite rivalry, yeah, DC, DC and Rumble? J- yeah. Even though yeah. it's been one, that I, I'll take that. I'll take that answer just because it's such a good rivalry. Yeah. And they've been scheduled to fight for a second. Sorry, again. They've been scheduled to fight for a second time. It just hasn't happened because of life. Again, injuries and... Is it going to happen in July? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think no. so. It's too soon. And uh, John Jones' life and DC gets injured. Dick pills. But my favorite rivalry is Vandalay versus Rampage. Vandalay um, Silva? <laughs> yeah, in Pride. And it Did carried on into WC... Or WWC. Yeah, uh, not WC. UFC, sorry. Again, it's 420. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, but that's my favorite rivalry, just because. So Vandalay killed Rampage in the first two. Rampage with, or he got destroyed with knees. He came in, tried to box him. Rampage is like ha ha ha, clinch, plum clinch, Muay Thai clinch, boom boom knees. Just started just taking him out with knees. Eventually, this guy dropped his guard because he was getting body shots. Yeah. Started hitting him in the face, put him to sleep. Quitting Rampage yeah. Jackson. Second time again, put him to sleep. Third time Rampage came. Fucking landed the hooks, landed some nasty hook on Rampage or on Vandalay, put him to sleep, put him to bed. Like one of the most, three of the most vicious KOs are by those by those guys. Yeah. Powerhouses. Not on other people, on each other. They three were of the most vicious KOs. Light heavyweights too, right? Yeah, all three times they were light heavyweight. Those are worthy of a of another look. Definitely Did, check those out. Oh if yeah, you, you guys should, like if you guys are recent because I know there's a lot of look. I'm a Connor fan and an Atheist fan. I'm an MMA fan. Shout out to uh, what is it the Fight Pass or what is it called the UFC? Yeah, the UFC Fight Pass. I hate how people are like, "Fuck you, you're a Diaz fan." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, fuck you, you're a McGregor fan. I'm like, look, I'm an MMA fan. Yeah, those were two badass fights. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you if I, I'm biased towards a fighter. Like I'll tell you if I'm biased, but those I, I'm a fan of both of those guys. Yeah. Oh, that's a cop out. No, it isn't. Both are really good. I've fights. trained MMA. I have mad respect for the sport. Mad respect. Some people say Nate Diaz still won the second one. Yep. Some people <laughs> say the pickle tastes better. Cucumber, cucumber, cucumber tastes better pickled. Uh, <clears throat> all right, I think that was it, Frankie. Um, let's wrap it up. Um, this weekend, I didn't really check the fight card or anything. So, yeah, yeah. So, now you guys uh, know a little bit about, about me, about why, why we do this. I'm not just talking out of my ass. Yeah. I'm we, not as brushed up uh, on, 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 like, you know, some of this WWE and UFC, but I'm definitely getting caught up, and I'm definitely, definitely have, I'm interested in, in UFC more than, than WWE, but these guys, I just saw WrestleMania a couple weeks ago, and, and I was thoroughly impressed with that show. <laughs> yeah, I, I went in with low expectations, and I came out very happy. 
So, so yeah, I'm at a middle ground with that, but I'm excited for 211, right? That's coming up. Yeah. Stipe. That, is that, that yeah. that's a is That's it? not the next one. The next no. one is uh, Artem Lebov versus, uh, or Cub Swanson versus Artem oh, Lebov. Cub Swanson, that's right. Yeah, it's this Saturday, so it's going to be an all right card. That's a welterweight fight, no? No, that's mm. lightweight. That is um, one, 145. That is featherweight. Oh, featherweight. All those division. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then you have uh, you have a lot of good fights. There's a fight card right there. You have... Um, St. Pru. Diego, Diego Sanchez versus Al Quinta. Or Al... 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 Al Quinta. 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 He's coming back from... Um, he just hasn't had a match for two years. He re- oh, this he is retained. Saturday, right? Yeah, this is Saturday's card. Oh, Cubs fighting already? I feel like he yeah. just fought a cut. Like he... Against uh, the Korean Wonder Boy? Yeah. Beautiful match. Yeah. Beautiful match. Yeah. That was like a month or two ago. No, um, that was a while ago. Really? Yeah. I think it's just we've been watching so many fights now that I think the fight complaints. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're kind all of good. They're kind of They're all me. good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good fights on this card, so check me out Saturday for that fight companion. I'll see who I can get on here. If not, I'll just come on here by myself. Uh, I'm trying to get better at them little by little. I just started this stuff. I was not social media savvy. I just liked I was just a fan. We're working on it. A fan of podcasts. I listen to podcasts all day. And I just took I took their advi- advice and just started a podcast and see if I can get better at it, keep working at it, try to get you guys better product. And um, I'm going to start doing more of these interviews just to release this audio and uh, get the Podbean going and then get all the... All the different applications that released that shit out. But um, thanks a lot, Frankie, for being on here. You're in a band. You're a soccer coach. And you're a judge on the Full Heel Podcast. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. A historian. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is actually perfect timing because uh, he's here. Oh, he's here? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, um, thanks, everyone, that's for listening. And... Um, Catch you guys Saturday. Hey, what's your...